video games were made to be played. Don't play yours? We know some people who will. We are Get Well Gamers, a charity who take your unwanted video games and consoles to give to children's hospitals and wards across the UK. Donating is super easy. Just head over to our website, getwellgamers.org.uk, to fill out our online donation form. You've played the hero, now be the hero. and welcome to episode 91 of the Pure Dead Gaming Podcast. I hope you are well and ready to listen to another weekly episode with myself, Jess, Craig. Hello, Craig. Hello. And Andy. Hello, Andy. Howdy. In this week's news, we're going to discuss the GTA leaker who has now been apprehended, along with other updates on Splinter Cell Remake, Gotham Knights requiring multiple playthroughs, an update on the Stalker 2 release date, and lots more bits of news as well. Our film review this week was Sharknado. Was it fantastic? Stay tuned to find out. (laughs) Usual podcast segments, Pure Dead Platinum, Getting the Bent and Pick of the Week will also be included in this week's episode. And if you like what you hear, then do make sure you subscribe on your podcast platform of choice and hit us up on our socials as well. Good. Yes. How are we all? Good. Fantastic. Fantastic. That was my knee just popping there. I don't know if that's going to make. I don't know if that's going to make the cut, but I'm good. Diet's still going well. Mm, what What's your weigh in this week, Craig? What was it you said this morning? Five point four pounds down. Wait till I check my app. I think it was. Uh, I think I've lost five point four pounds in two weeks, which I'm still. I don't know. I, I know it's decent, but I would rather it was more. Aye, but it's, uh, it's two jobbies. <laughs> They, they keep saying like it's dangerous to lose more than two pounds a week, but Correct, I, yes. I, still, I think I can go for more. It's not sustainable if you were to do more than that. That's I know, trouble. but I just I don't, well. To be fair, there was two games of football cancelled, so I blame that. Right, right. but I'm still over two pounds a week. Like so, I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. Yeah. You you can vouch for that. Um, yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> Are you drinking water? I've been drinking a bit. I need to drink more. Uh, but I've been eating, I mean, I've been under like 1,500 calories every day. Yeah, I felt a bit guilty when I showed them our local restaurants, like, weekend special. Oh. Um, it was like chicken tempura, like haggis tempura, on <sighs> like on top of fries with like cheese and a sauce and bacon, I think, as well. And you were just like, why? Why are you showing this uh, to me? Why? That was nice. <laughs> <I'm> like, oh. <laughs> it looked fucking <laughs> amazing. It, it looked amazing. Good. What about your end of the bargain? How much weight are you put on? Oh, I don't know, I've no way myself. Oh, for fuck's sake, so I'm sitting here cutting like a cunt. <laughs> I doubt I've put on much. You're sitting here throwing stones. We're supposed to be meeting in the middle, <laughs> at the tip. Sorry. I forgot, I'll, I'll get into the habit. Oh, he's forgot. He's oh, fucking yeah. throwing stones at me over there, he's forgot. <laughs> Unbelievable, man. Unbelievable. I need to eat my spinach. <laughs> need more than that. Um. I've been watching, I've been watching, I've been listening to a new true crime podcast. Of course you have. Yeah. I'd heard about it. You love your true crime, don't you? Oh, it's the best. But I'd heard about it at the time, but it was a audible only podcast, which 
it must be the first of its kind. I don't know. I don't think there's many. I mean, these are audio books usually, but this was a podcast. And it's called West Cork. Uh, so I dodged at the time because I didn't want to deal with Audible. But now it's in just normal podcasts. And it's about an, a French girl that was killed in Cork in 1996. And then almost immediately this guy was like id'd like it was like we're blaming it on you and he was also like a journalist who was trying to cover the case at the same time and so what 25 26 years on like they've never arrested well they did arrest him but they've never managed to take him to court and like, i don't think from what i've gathered so far he's still out and like he's always been the prime suspect he still lives in cork but he basically can't go out he still lives there Idiot. Mm-hmm. But the thing, move, would you know? Well, that's the thing. So, like a lot of the stuff you, you hear from him, quite a lot in it, and like oh, fuck no. see the folks that do the podcast. It's not like they're like on his side. Like they think he's quite dodgy, but mm. like some of it makes him look guilty, and some of it doesn't. And um, they mm. said to him, "They're like, why the hell are you still here?" And he's like, "I mean, I don't think I ever heard of this case, but in Ireland, it's like one of the biggest cases ever in Ireland." And he's like, "Where the." F- where the fuck where can, can I go? I go? Uh, Anywhere I go, everybody knows who I am. They all think I'm a fucking murderer. If I leave, I'm, it makes me look more guilty. And there's where literally nobody knows go. your name. <laughs> I'm the cock killer. So he's basically had to like lock himself away for like 25 years. But he's clearly a bit of a dodgy cunt. So, yes. but I know it's really interesting. It's worth a look. Yeah, I will leave a little link in the description for the frame that does want to check it out. But obviously, make sure you are subscribed to our podcast before you go. Off to other podcasts. Yeah. Exactly. Of course. <laughs> Get this one. Listen Subbed. to first. Yeah. Did you see about this uh, Far Cry 6 Game of the Year? What was it? The Far Cry game 6 of the Game of the Year DLC? No. What's that about? Um, aye, so basically on the Xbox Store, like almost everything that gets leaked these days is from the back end of the Xbox Store because they don't shut their back door, apparently. And <laughs> so this, this thing's appeared that's called the Far Cry 6 Game of the Year Upgrade Pass. Mm-hmm. And so everyone's like, hod the bus. Even the people that liked Far Cry 6, myself included, were like, Game of the year for who in 2021? <laughs> Where are you getting this from, Ubisoft? Your fucking know. rockets. And, their uh, own game of the year. Well, and so it turns out, like... Folk uh, their lo- own in-house ro- awards. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> folk looked into it and they were like... So apparently there was two places that did give it a uh, game of the year. There's a website called EFTM, which is a tech, cars and lifestyle website. Okay, oh, yep. And okay. another website called BGR which apparently does mainly cover games, but I don't think... I mean, more folk have heard of us than I've heard of them. <laughs> but Ubisoft, willing to roll with it. Mm-hmm. And it seems like they've got a, a Game of the Year upgrade pass coming. Oh, that might game have new content. It was decent, but I wouldn't say it was a Game of the Year. Aye, aye, it was good, but 2021 was a particularly good fucking year. Aye. And I think it did make my top 10, but it, was, but it's it not wasn't near the, the top. Because it's always the same thing. Aye. So, uh, Far Cry's just the same thing every time, which it's enjoyable. Aye, but you're but, like, aye, that was good, and next. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So aye, that was a, a wee bit of a strange one. Cheeky bastards. Mm-hmm. Game of the year. <laughs> yeah, I mean, even if they... like. If, if they'd even meant it in terms of like sales, because obviously, like it would have probably sold well. Like they could have like, oh, one of the top selling games of the year or something like that. But yeah. uh, I can believe. Aye, but they're not. They're not being that clever about it. 
And speaking of, like, I don't know, we were discussing this recently, but like about game sales and stuff like that, and how like it's going to be interesting to see. Like, obviously, it's tailed off a little bit this year, but game sales last year, granted, they were bumped up by the pandemic, but they were really, really high. But mm. like, see, like, tail end of this year and next year, it's going to be interesting to see how much it drops. Because yeah, you always nobody can afford fuck all. Uh, well, that but you also have to be picky about what you buy because oh, so like seventy pound. Surely, I know I could only afford one game. Yeah, you know what I mean. Ah, but, it's way too expensive. Yeah, but I mean you've you've also got the fact that like so, Xbox has got Game Pass, mm-hmm. and but they were where and still are in the number two position. So if you're on PlayStation, you had to buy your games. But now PlayStation's got a service as well. Yeah, and so. When you're coming into financial hard times and both uh, platforms have got a service that you can pay for that then gives you more games than you'd know what to shake a stick at, yeah. like how much is game sales going to drop? Mm. Probably quite a bit. I think it will as well, yeah. Like they tried to make a big deal about it this year, year over year, and the kind of pushback was, well, last year everybody was fucking stuck in their house, so I all we did was buy games <laughs> and were able to go outside this year. But then some of us, myself included, are like, ah, fuck outside, it's warm. <laughs> Out there, fucking bastards. But uh, it's going to be interesting. Like You won't have people buying as much. No, and it's a different... When people were locked in their houses, it was a different market as well, people buying games. Like, people that probably wouldn't... Like, maybe, like, a lot more females buying games because they're locked in the house as well. And that, that might change when you can go out a bit more readily now. You know Aye. what I mean? They might not be stuck in the house playing games. It's interesting though, I don't think anyone has really went back to the level of inter- like f- human interaction they had before. You notice that? But that's, that's what happens though, when stuff changes, it very really goes back to the way it was. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's the same with like, uh, say like the petrol prices... Now we've got used to it being a bit dearer. It's never going to go back to fucking 120. Because mm. they know we're used to it being 160 now or whatever it is. Mm. That's the new norm. You know yeah. what I mean? And it's the, it's the same with that as well. People just become to accustomed to the way it is now. And then that becomes the new normal. Uh, but most, I, I would say most people are a lot less sociable now. Even though they can be as sociable as they were before. And this is the most unsociable fucking time that there is, isn't there, really? I mean, how many... We've got so many social apps, and I'm doing direct speech marks here, guys, <laughs> so you can see it. Social apps, but we're actually the most unsocial generation, really. You know what I mean? It's mm. just no... It, social social apps don't lend themselves to good mental well-being really <laughs> no in a way no we were at kevin bridges last week um at the the oval hydro and obviously i'll not spoil his content but he he did kind of make references to social media and the use of it and how oh he, he had a good like, and it was a nice message behind it do you know what i mean like it wasn't just he wasn't just cracking jokes he he was actually trying to portray something which is which is 15 to 20 minutes of it was on social media yeah and highlighting the dangers while ripping the utter hole out of it <laughs> yeah uh, aye, it was really good imagine actually. how much easier it is for bullies to be bullies oh, yeah. these days yeah, that was, was something he brought up back back in the day you would just have to 
like avoid somebody face to face. Yeah, that's when you, you get bullied. It would be like physical. Right, 90, now, 93 bullying. That's what it was. Right, 93. Basically, basically <laughs> now it's a twenty-four. That's a twenty-four hour gig now. Unless you stayed <laughs> about with your love and then you're fucked. Right. Mind I had fucking the whole press week after me for like two years. Aye. That was fucking horrible. Had man. to wear hats and run about to places. Aye, run from street corner to street corner like honestly, a wee hobo. I had about 30 people after me at one point. It was ridiculous. <laughs> um, but aye, if they had social media, I'd, I'd probably have killed myself with the amount of hassle I would have probably got off them all. <laughs> you know what I mean? Let's, 30, 40 folk jumping in my DMs. Let's be honest, I remember a lot of these people that were after you and I don't know how many of them would have been able to use a computer. Yeah, no. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> yeah, so moving on, we got a question in from a listener, Ed, who said, I was listening to this week's Sacred Symbols podcast today and Colin and Dustin were talking about the situation with Dan Allen Gaming. They talked about how it was pretty ridiculous that he leaked the Assassin's Creed Mirage details for clout, but then went on to say that it wasn't even him that leaked it. It was originally Colin himself. Now, Colin stated he wasn't under an NDA, so didn't do anything wrong. But obviously he got this from someone who was and then spoiled the surprise for everyone. Would you agree that this was a bit of the pot calling the kettle black or did it just annoy him? Uh, I don't know. I suppose it depends how far removed from a leak you need to be before <laughs> it becomes acceptable. There's so much stuff going on just now with leaks. Did you hear about this Dan Allen gaming thing? No. Mm-hmm. So there's this YouTuber. Uh, I think he's got about 200,000 followers and YouTuber subscribers. Right. He's just like a guy that plays games on YouTube and folk watch him and go, yay, do the thing. Aye, we don't get it, but lots of people do. He's a pretty popular guy. And so he had a lot of press access and stuff like that. And he, for some unknown reason, created a Twitter account called The Real Insider. And what he did was he started leaking information that right. he was getting. Like he was, So he was getting sent stuff that was NDA'd. Like right. I, I get sent emails all the time being like, oh, here's an announcement that's happening tomorrow or whatever. Mm. Um, but I think people on his level maybe get them a wee bit sooner than I do. I usually get them right. a day or whatever beforehand. Uh, and so he was then under a guise basically going onto this Real Insider thing and posting and trying to get lots of followers and stuff like that. But nobody knew it was him, obviously, because mm. he couldn't expose that it was him. And so one day, about a week and a half ago, he accidentally tweeted from the wrong account and busted himself. And everybody knew it was him. And so he's had to put out a video apologising and said he's really sorry. Uh, and he's going to go away and reflect and have a, have a think about what he's done. He's been a naughty boy. Uh and so, <laughs> I don't know, his, his apology did seem pretty genuine, but at the same point, he's only apologising because he got caught. Exactly. And, yeah. And, exactly. I, I mean, he could have legal trouble as well because he signed NDAs to, to yeah. say that he will not leak this stuff, and then he has, and he's been busted for it. But yeah, I haven't, I, don't, I would need to listen to the uh, Sacred Symbols podcast myself. I haven't listened to it this week, but it is an awkward one. Like, so from what I can understand, yeah, like, it was Colin that initially revealed Assassin's Creed Mirage and he's saying that that's okay because he got it from someone else rather than him being NDA'd himself. Mm-hmm. But he has still got it from someone that's probably NDA'd. 
So at what point does it become okay? Yeah. Like, see, he's having a go at somebody for leaking something, but he's like, it was him that actually leaked it. And I just, I don't know, I, at what point does that become okay? Like, I yeah, think I mean, an NDA anywhere in the line, it's pretty much no okay, really. He's there for a reason. Yeah. yeah. I mean, granted, calling himself, he's not done anything wrong since he personally hasn't signed an NDA, but he, he still has got that information from somebody that shouldn't be saying something. Yeah. So, I, I don't fully agree with it, but his hands are clean, I suppose. Mm, I know, but what's, you know, does he want to be a grass? Nobody wants to be a grass, you know what I mean? No, nobody likes grasses. Aye, see if this is the playground, he'd be fucked. Mm-hmm. He'd be fucked. I just, I don't understand it. Like, I don't get why people want to do shit like that. Like, they like want a, attention. That's the one. I just don't think that's the kind of attention you want, though. No, no, but these people don't associate that with good or bad attention. Just associate it with attention. Yeah, they're not thinking this is good attention. Oh, this is bad attention. I probably shouldn't do this. They just know mm-hmm. that they're going to get subs or whatever. I think it's a lot of the time it's people that are quite insecure, and so they're looking for. And they've got no real friends. Aye, they're they're looking for stuff online that they don't have in their own life. Maybe uh, like, I don't know. Like I've I've <laughs> I, I vividly remember one time. Right, I was talking to a publisher uh, about it was about a code for a game, and he, the guy told me. I'm not going to say who it was, but the guy told me about an announcement that was coming up mm-hmm. for a different company. And he was like, oh, by the way, did you know that such and such are about to reveal such and such? And I was like, no. And I didn't, to be fair. Mm-hmm. And he was like, aye, aye, I think it's going to be uh, in like four days or something like that. And I was, I can't remember, this a while ago. And I was like... Well, we're doing the podcast this time. Mm, I think so. Well, why didn't you get that on the podcast? <laughs> Scoop, insider. Well, but that's but that's the thing, right? So I remember when the guy said it to me, and I'm like, right, either this guy's just chatty as fuck, or is he saying this to me to then see if it goes out to then go that mm. guy's a fucking dick? Mm. Do you know what I mean? And I didn't know if it was real. It turned out it was real. Mm. I can't even remember what it was now, but it was something substantial. It was something. It was like a fairly substantial game that got announced, but. I always wonder. We could have had that scoop, Jess. <laughs> we could have had that scoop. We could have had all that attention. I know. I want just that attention. fucking craving for it. Attention. But, I want the subs. But I, I just, I don't know if that guy was like testing me or if he was. I don't know. Strange one though. Yes. So let's turn to what we've been playing. I'll go first because it's nothing new. Disney Dreamlight Valley. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> Yeah, still loving it. I've actually still not finished it, which, I mean, obviously it's the early access, but there is only so much available to do at this point in time. Um, but I still haven't actually completed it. But my house is looking good. So, so yeah. you can upgrade everything in your house? Is it like proper Animal Crossing where you can get like extensions? Yep. and yeah. And so what stuff have you still got to do? Um, Like a few of the character... Like, each character's got, like, ten levels, and you know, they're not all at ten, and there's different quests to get them to ten, so I need to, like, level all of them up as well. So, there's quite a lot of work to do still. <laughs> a lot of people are really fucking hooked on this game, by the <laughs> way. <laughs> I, one of the boys, James, that uh, does some reviews for us, like, he messaged me, and he was like, by the way, do you want a review for Disney Dreamlight Valley? And I was like, yeah, bang in, mate, on you go. And he's like, I've put 150 hours into it, so I'll just write one up for you. And I'm like, fucking hell. And then in an Christ. update, 
in an update, SJ, one of the girls that writes for us, mm-hmm. her mum is now at 375 hours. <laughs> oh my god. Yep. Now, what, how long ago did this game come out? 375. Two, two and a half weeks ago. Yeah, something like that. Aye, how, how many hours are in a week? Oh, that should be easy. About 140... 24 times 7. Is that right? 148. Oh, there you go. Times <laughs> 3. No, so times 168 times 2. So she's played over two weeks worth solid weeks. What did you say? 300 and... What? 375 hours. So she's played like two weeks in a day, over a day, worth... Imagine sitting there for two weeks just wow. do, 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 Oh my that That's uh, crazy SJ's mum's my new hero Fucking <laughs> hell We all aspire to this I know I, I actually managed to get Nathan playing as well Because I didn't like He was like Not interested at first Because I think he thought it was like Disney princesses Because Belle's on like the front Kind of cover up Belle's on the front And the character you created is a girl And he yeah. thought he had to go a girl yeah. But once he found out you can go a boy Then he was yeah, delighted he's all over it now So uh, you are at three days, eleven hours and thirty-four minutes. So what? Twenty-four, forty-eight, seventy-two. <laughs> it's just a lot. But I'm just, I'm just like next to two weeks worth. Aye, you're, eight, you're at eighty-three and a half hours. Mm. So I mean, it sounds like you're doing well, but compared to the other people, we you know I you're know. fucking slacking. I know it's bad, isn't it? Aye, folk would think you'd a job or something like that. <laughs> but luckily, I'm, know, but luckily I'm here to tell you you don't. <laughs> and children, I've seen you doing it. Uh, I also finished The Last of Us as well, just to... You did. Mm-hmm. Still a masterpiece? It is still a masterpiece, yes. Is Joel the baddie? Ooh, is Joel the baddie? I know, I kind of like him. I like Joel as well. I don't think Joel's the baddie. Naughty Dog can tell us that Joel's the baddie. I don't think Joel's the baddie. I don't know if he did the right thing. I don't know. It's is very... that what Naughty Dog say? Mm-hmm. Oh, aye, their, their stance is that he... Apparently, if sorry, Last of Us Part One spoilers from two thousand and thirty from nine years ago, eight years ago, and three weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, so apparently, if you find, I mean, I have considered I get the platinum, but if if you find like all the notes and stuff lying about, yeah. they say that it wasn't like my take on it has always been. Joel did the right thing because just because the Fireflies think they can get the cure out of Ellie, they don't know fuck all and it was a shot mm. in the dark and I think mm. he did the right thing because she never knew what was coming. Uh, but yeah. Na- Naughty Dog's official stance is that if you read all the stuff, they knew 100% that that would have been the cure. Mm. And that apparently Joel was supposed to know that it's been the cure. So what Joel did was selfish and he stopped the world from returning to some sort of semblance. But I just I don't see to me if that is the case, then the Last of Us story is not as good as I thought it was because there's no way the Fireflies haven't like ever fucking even touched Ellie. They don't know if that would have worked a hundred percent. They're just yeah. guessing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're sitting there in fucking abandoned rooms with broken beakers all over the place. There's no way they fucking know what they would do if they examined her brain. Yeah, and then there's also the whole like. I don't know, Ellie's, what, 14? Like, is, would she have... Is she old enough to make that decision to consent to... I, exactly, do I don't, I mean? I don't that, think she is. That's never explored. Like, it was all going to be done without her knowledge kind exactly. of thing. And you're like, mm, yeah. 
Like, w- was she willing to sacrifice herself for the greater good? Well, wouldn't it? Um, yeah, it's just it's an interesting one. A lot you can spend hours debating it, to be honest. But and many have, and many have. Yeah, we also mm-hmm. got this week the trailer for HBO's series, Last of Us series, that's coming out. Yeah, I've seen that. It's, it's not got a date yet, but I think it. I, I would, First quarter. Uh, yeah, yeah. I would say March next year. Yeah, um, it follows the Last of Us Part One story, so um, it is going to be quite light for like. And I think we kind of discussed when we saw it, like. I don't know, like, I would love to see this series explore more of The Last of Us world rather than this story yet again, because we've just, you know, for, for people who are fans, they've just had this other release, so it's probably, mm-hmm. the story's probably quite fresh in people's memories, and so to then watch it again, you're going to compare and contrast, like, much yeah. more, I think, than you perhaps would have done, you know, had it been a gap or you know do they just do something else in the world because there's lots of other characters that they could have branched out to and maybe they will do that in future series if it is successful because you know I'd imagine if it is they'll do part two and then who knows where it goes from there yeah I think they could like there's loads of stories they could tell like you say I'd quite like to see like the formation of the fireflies like Mm -hmm. stuff like that but yeah I've spoken at length like I don't understand the need for the remake, like, the, the idea is that so many people that aren't into games will watch The Last of Us TV show and then think, oh, we could check out the game. But why would you then want to play a game of a series you've just watched? Mm. I don't... I, I don't know. I'm sure it'll bring some people in, but, yeah, I'd have preferred it was something different myself. What be you, Andy? What have you been playing? I've been playing uh, Immortals Phoenix Rising. Ah... Is it good? Actually, really good. I've, uh, I've been playing it all day. Can I can I put it down actually? Um, and that's with FIFA sitting there. I've only played like ten minutes of FIFA um, because that's this game. This it reminds me of a game that you probably wouldn't have played this either. But it was an old game called uh, Amular uh, Days of Reckoning, and it was like a kind of oh yeah, RPG no. kind of style game. Uh, King- really, Kingdoms of Amalur. That's it. Uh, uh, they, they did a remaster of yes. that recently. And it was a really, really good game. Right. I just remember, always remember, always remember having fun playing it uh, and getting lost in the world. And it feels like that, you know what I mean? Because it's kind of cartoony. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like real cartoony. Um, but the world's gorgeous. Yeah. And it's, there's just loads of collectibles and there seems like there's loads of upgrades to be done and stuff like that. And the fighting's quite cool. Uh, it's just really well put together, but it's made by Ubisoft. Aye. So um, they rarely get it far wrong. In an open well, in an open world collectathon yeah. setting, and it looks obviously the world looks big, but not too big. Yeah, it, it looks like just the right size. So I'm uh, quite enjoying that. Cool. I remember when it came out, and like I, I liked the look of it. It's not usually my. It's quite kind of high fantasy, so it wasn't necessarily my sort of thing but because the like you say the graphics like i looked at it, i was like that does look really fucking colorful mm. and nice yeah. and i wanted that to check it vibrant. out really I, i'm trying to think i think it came out i think it came out just after cyberpunk that's been out for a while i, I think it was december 2020 yeah, and so i was playing other stuff and you know the way where you're like ah, i'll get back to it and like fucking uh, five years ago, that would have actually happened. Mm-hmm. But nowadays, it's like, I but next week this is coming out, and then the next week that's coming out, and then that's coming out, and then see, if it never see, come on then Game February's Pass, coming up soon. If I never come on Game Pass, I wouldn't have probably got to play it. Yeah. Um, 
but I remember having it because I used to uh, rent games mm-hmm. from a, a website called Swap Game. Right. Um, and I remember having it on my rental list for that, and that was a while ago. So it has, but I think it has been out for a year or two. Like it's been out for a while anyway. But if it wasn't on Game Pass, I don't think I would have got to play it. So that's why I've once again I love Game Pass. It's brilliant. Yeah, you get a wee surprise if you don't keep up to track with it. You get nice wee surprises every now and again when <laughs> a game just pops up and you're like, oh, brilliant! And you're like, I remember, I actually wanted to play that. Yeah. And then, aye, that's good. Yeah, I need to get to it because they are—they're making a sequel. They've announced a sequel. I mean, it'll be a few years away yet, but to which Immortals. is mm-hmm, aye, cool. which is quite good because I mean, it, it didn't sell massively well for a Ubisoft game, mm-hmm. but it reviewed really well. Yeah. So. Like, Ubisoft are quite good with stuff like that. Like, they'll go, nah, fuck it, we'll take a chance, we'll do it again, we'll see how it goes. Yeah. Uh, I have been playing a bit of FIFA. Um, so this, it's not out yet, this is like a... Trial. Trial. Yes. Ten hours or something like that you get. You can get ten hours through EA Play, which you'll get automatically with Game Pass, or if you have EA Play on PlayStation. Okay. Uh, so yeah it's it's a mixed bag Mm-mm. I spoke to a few people who said that they basically didn't notice any differences I noticed quite a few but I mean it's not massively different did like, you notice the high promotion? well they've had high promotion for three years so mm. yes yeah. <laughs> just when I, when I was watching you play it like I don't know it came up saying high promotion like well, really well, yeah, every two minutes aye. <laughs> aye so now when you score a goal it's like a high promotion replay okay. because they have to pimp their own tech mm-hmm. yeah um, yeah there's not a, like there's always the argument like oh it's the same fucking game every year it's the same this it's the same that there is enough different about it that it has changed but obviously like we spoke about before, it does seem like they're in a bit of a holding pattern because why the fuck would you change too much when next year you're rebranding? Mm-hmm. I feel like you want a massive blowout next year. And also for the fact that they've got the men's and the women's World Cup coming as add-ons later on, that's they're gonna it's a lot of work they're gonna rely on that to carry it. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like that is gonna be sort of pitched as one of the main selling points. But um yeah, the AI is better. Like, pl- you, players in your team are making better runs, which is much appreciated. One thing I've noticed is that teams... when I only play offline, so when you're playing against the computer, they defend as a team now. Like, I don't know, there was... When, you, when I used to play FIFA before, like, a lot of the time, like, you'd play against Liverpool and every fucking player would just be set to fucking ping right at you because Liverpool mm. play high press, so every mm. player just runs. But now it's much more measured and, like, certain players will come to you but other ones will hold back. And it just, I don't know, it looks and acts more, more yeah. realistic. Like, I remember seeing things, I think maybe about a month or two ago, and they were showing you, like, 22 players were, like, fucking those balls all over them and they were like mapping how players actually move about in the game and it does seem that some of that has certainly came through so that's quite good um they've got this new mad super shot which i've not even bothered looking into how to do because i don't want any part of it but i have seen the computer do it against me and i don't like it there's something kind i don't like it the pure dead mad 
there's something cool a, about when it zooms in a wee bit and you go, ooh, special shot, and then it hits it, but special. it's too arcadey. I don't want a fucking special shot. Like, you know what I mean? I just want to play a game of fucking simulation football. Um, <laughs> I hate the pitch. Like, 20 minutes in, it looks like the fucking Sunday League pitch because every time, yeah, apparently you can't touch the grass without leaving fucking marks all over it. <sighs> so that's a wee bit annoying. Hopefully that gets patched um with more grass or with... aye with more grass just keep patching it in mm-hmm. okay. bit by bit every divot that comes out put another one back in or patch in <laughs> uh, the physical battles with the defender feel better and there's this so i went into career mode and obviously it's like a bone of contention especially with me and andy and a lot of other people that they don't update career mode enough mm-hmm that's definitely the case again. The menus are a little bit different. So, in, like, and even that's kind of good and bad. Like, there's different. So now you're moving across the menus along the bottom uh, to choose the options. And, like, it does feel a bit fresh, but at the same point, they've changed certain quick features that just were built in your brain. Like, no. I don't even play FIFA that much, but I always knew that at any point in the menus, you press square, and then you could save. They fucking removed that. <laughs> now, you have to tab along five times to go to options, and then go right to the right-hand side, and then go to save. Tab over. Which is a bit annoying. They've changed, They've also changed. You know, you used to press triangle to get into like the inbox. Well, mm. now it's R3. Stuff like that that you're just kind of used to. Um, but yeah, no, it's it's quite good. They've got a... Uh, every time you make a signing in career mode, you get a rating. Um, so, like, last night I signed Memphis Depay and I was like, I think I've got quite a good deal there. And it comes up, rating for your signing, F. And it comes up and says, you could, if you haggled more, you could have saved fucking 8.1 million. Ooh. Fucking getting the bin. That's um, cool. Aye. So you know after, like if you've managed to negotiate well or negotiate shite. Mm-hmm. Uh, one thing that's very noticeable, see when you do the, the, you're negotiating with a player, like in the restaurant and stuff like that, it's now 95% of the time all the agents are female. And then there's a new animation when the player comes to join the club, he comes in the door and he gets greeted by the club and he walks about and stuff like that and it's all females that show him about. So there's definitely like a push to add yeah. more females into the game. Have you signed Roy Kent? Hmm. I've not looked at this yet. <laughs> so, so yeah, if you don't know, they have added a Ted Lasso yeah. that like, so he can play as AC Richmond, is that right? Yeah. You can. And they've, and they've added like in the players. I've looked at the ratings. I know. And Jamie Tart's like 84 or something. Like that. That's the thing, so I've not tried it yet. Yeah. Like, cool as fuck though. I know, <laughs> I need to. He's 40 in the game. So he'll probably be like the first Oh, Roy season. Kent. Yeah, he'll be set yeah. to retire. Yeah. yeah. But I, it's, that is such a fucking cool move to do that. Mm. Like, uh, I, I like take it they've got like beard and stuff like that. Like I think manager, so. Or like assistant manager. Like I say, I've still to try that, yeah. but I, I think so. But that's it's such a cool thing to do. It's such an easy and fucking cool thing to do. Mm. It's a good te- tie in. Yeah, Ted Lasso is fucking amazing. But yeah, so that's FIFA 23. I need to play more, but it's a lot of it's more of the same from my perspective. But I would say overall slightly improved. Uh, also. Finished a hundred percent Jack move reviews live now. Uh, it's a really good fucking game. I hate JRPGs usually, but 
in a cyberpunk setting with turn-based combat is actually pretty good. Like, I would relate it to, like, South Park and how good that was. Really fucking enjoyed it. Uh, actually, we, we spoke after we put the podcast up last week. I got a message from the developer. He'd listened to us talking about it last week and gave me a few sort of pointers on it and stuff like that. And he was talking about the buffer overflow. And that actually, is actually there. You can use it as much as you want, like, if you are struggling with the combat, just so that you can see the story and stuff. So... Really enjoyed that. Brilliant reviews live. Check it out. And the last game I played is Serial Cleaners, which is <laughs> really fucking cool. Yeah, I feel like I kind of want to try this. <laughs> yeah, you need to try it. It's Apparently, there was it's a sequel. There was a game, Serial Cleaner, and I'd oh. never even fucking heard of it. But it's, so it's like an isometric stealth game. And yeah. the whole thing is you turn up at a crime scene and so there's like a couple of bodies, there's blood fucking everywhere, there's evidence. And then the police turn up and you've got to sneak about, you've got to bag the bodies, you've got to get rid of the bodies, you've got to clean up the blood, you've got to get rid of the <laughs> evidence and stuff like that without getting caught. Okay. Uh, and it's just really fucking cool. Like at the, right at the beginning, you do a tutorial to show you how to do stuff. It's not that difficult, but so you go this guy, there's four different characters that you go as throughout different missions. And so there's this guy and you've got to move the body. And then it says, right, now we've got to clean up the blood. Now, it's quite arcadey, so the way you clean up the blood is you hold R2 and they automatically bring, like, a hoover out and you start hoovering up the blood. <laughs> oh, the old blood hoover. Uh, the blood hoover. <laughs> yep. But, so as soon as you had to clean up, it switched characters to the woman. And I'm like, ah, here we go, <laughs> podcast fodder. As soon as, so moving the body's the guy, and as soon as it comes to cleaning up, you switch to the woman. Is that the way mm. it is? And I was going to, I was honestly going to come on here today Shocking. with fucking pelters full of jokes, but it turns out that everyone can use the the Hoover. It was just, <laughs> it was just the way the tutorial was set out. Yeah. But it's a really fun game, really cool. <laughs> I would recommend checking it out. And that's what I've been playing. Cool. I think you did already mention that there is a review by James of Disney Dreamlight Valley on the website. We've also got a review of Splatoon 3. Craig has also been busy and posted reviews for the gallery and Jack Move as well. So go to puredeadgaming.com where you can read all of them. Yeah. 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 Shall we move on to the news? Yes. News, news, always believe in the Bringing you the news with your digging team. Always believing. Okay, so as I mentioned, the person behind last weekend's leak of Grand Theft Auto 6 footage may have been arrested. The mm-hmm. City of London Police announced on Friday that they arrested a 17 year old in Oxfordshire mm-hmm. on suspicion of hacking as part of a UK national cyber crime unit investigation. While the authorities did not specify the details of the hack in question, journalist Matthew Keyes said a source with knowledge of the matter told him the arrest stemmed from the Rockstar Games hack that led to the GTA 6 leak. Earlier this week, Uber revealed that a number of its employee accounts were also compromised recently, saying it was believed the hacking group Lapsus, with a dollar sign at the end was responsible with the same culprit reportedly behind the rockstar breach as well uber said it was working with the fbi in that case and keys reported the fbi was likewise involved with the national cyber crime unit investigation city of london police said the child remains in custody so yeah yeah so we got a 17 year old 17 
We got a comment in from Billy on this who said, I know it seems bleak for this lad just now, but fast forward five years and he'll be he'll have a high paying high profile job preventing this kind of shit from happening again. That's how these things go. Huh? And he will. He almost definitely will. Seventeen he's been able to do that. He fucking one company will snap him up. That's for sure. Interesting though that he was arrested on like Friday and this report was from Monday. Like I don't know, it's, especially at 17 years old, you would expect that he would have been brought in, charged, let go on bail or something like that, but yeah. it shows you how serious they're taking this if he's been kept in. Yeah. Uh, what did you think? Yeah, I mean, obviously you weren't, in, you weren't here last week, but what did you think of like, the Rockstar leak? I mean, you, you watched some of the videos, I. I watched some of them, but I take it with a grain of salt. It's, you don't know how far into the development process it is. I find it incredible when all these people are like, Oh, is this is this who we're going to be playing as? This woman, what's she what's she wearing? Are you fucking stupid? This game's like two or three years away from even been thinking about getting released, yeah. and people are like going on like that. That's oh, fucking daft. There was a few people I saw, and they were like, ah, "That's fucking not sixty frames a second." You're like, oh, "That's you. your fucking take." <laughs> the guy doesn't have a face. Some of these folk are just fucking placeholders, and you're raging that it's not a solid sixty frames a second. You're bailing. So stupid, unbelievable, man. But one thing. So last week when we spoke about it, I'd been told or I'd read that it was that footage was from 2020. But right. since then, the reports that have come out more recently say that it's at, it was actually 2019 hmm. that that footage is so from. So ago? Well, I, I mean, don't be wrong, like I said, I still expect it to be two years away minimum, mm-hmm. but it actually could be a lot. Like, I, I'd always said 2025 like would be the earliest it would come out, and I still do think that, but I think there is a chance of 2024 now. Mm. If, that was, if that footage was three years ago, yeah, it looks, a lot can happen mm-hmm. in three years. Like all the voice acting, or some certainly some voice acting was done. There was, I mean, yeah, it wasn't in playable condition, but it was in that. I don't know. If you told me three if three years ago that had leaked, and it was from right now, you'd be expecting it to be three, four years away, and we're three years later already. So, yeah. I don't think twenty twenty four is out of the question now. Mm. Be interesting to see, but but I poor poor boy slash no luck get up you. That's what he gets. Yeah, I don't think I've got any sympathy, I'm afraid. Uh, okay, next up, the Splinter Cell remake, which was officially announced back in December of last year, is still ways off, I'm afraid, seeing as Ubisoft Toronto is only now looking to hire a scriptwriter for the project. But what's interesting about this job listing is that the developer wants to rework the original game's story. Job description reads, quote, Using the first Splinter Cell game as our foundation, we are rewriting and updating the story for a modern-day audience. We want to keep the spirit and themes of the original game while exploring our characters and the world to make them more authentic and believable. The original Splinter Cell initially came to Xbox as a console exclusive back in 2002 before being ported to PS2, PC and the good old GameCube in 2003. Yeah. It's a shame that, I don't know, if this is them just hiring someone to update the story, then they obviously haven't done very much since they announced this last last mm. December, which is a wee bit disappointing because I really want to see this new game. So it seems like it's still a fair whack away. But I, I saw quite a few people, like, I know what it's like, like, you've got a game that you love and you're like, don't fuck with it, you can't fucking change it. But <laughs> I don't think, you, like, there's no need to be annoyed about this. All they're saying is they want to update 
certain aspects. So, like, I can't fully... I mean, I love the original Splinter Cell, but in my mind just now, I can't fully remember it, but I'm sure there's, like, gadgets and stuff like that that would just seem ridiculous if they used them these days. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it'll just be stuff like that. Like, it'll be, like, I don't know, if he's contacting, like, it'll the be... The sticky it'll... camera always sticks in my head. Yeah. I remember the sticky cameras you throw at a wall in a week and you could look... Ah, it was cool, wasn't it? Aye. But yeah, it'll just I think it'll just be to update aspects. Like there'll be stuff said within that story in the original Splinter Cell that like was supposed to be like a bit futuristic that just never fucking panned out. Mm. So they won't want them saying the same shit again. Yeah, potentially. Next up, Bloodborne is widely regarded as one of the best games of the last generation, and that's despite its somewhat shoddy technical performance. Long loads and a choppy frame rate leave fans wishing Sony would do something to improve things, but it hasn't. Lance McDonald, a modder who got the game running smoothly, said it'd be easy. According to the modder who knows the game inside out, an update to the PS4 game to get it running at 60 frames per second is, quote, two lines of code that need changing. In the same message, McDonald's says Japan Studio had a version of the game running on Windows 7 prior to its closure. I've seen it, he says. McDonald ultimately signs off on a hopeful note saying work on some sort of Bloodborne update, whether a patch, a PS5 revival, a PC port... It is, quote, very likely in the works. I mean, I don't know anything about game development and coding, but surely it's more than two lines of code. I know. Seems... It doesn't seem right. But I don't know anything about it either, so... You just change the fucking th- 3-0 to 6-0. It doesn't work like that. Like It possibly could, though, <laughs> because, like, you get... So you get frame rates that are locked and then frame rates that are unlocked. And because Bloodborne wouldn't have been able to even come near... Like for, I've never played the game, but from what I understand, it had trouble running at 30 frames a second, so they would have locked it so that it couldn't have went over that at any point, because if it did, then you'd have noticed massive differences. Mm. So if it's now running on more powerful hardware, then presumably maybe you could just change it and the actual the hardware running it would then be able to handle it. Maybe. But folk have been going mad about this for years. Like I don't understand why Sony hasn't done it. Even if it is a wee bit more work involved, it's definitely doable, and they've not bothered their ass. And folk have been asking for it. I mean, for fucking five years. Yeah, including Flying Tackle, he says, "Why does Sony hate us? Just give us the update." <laughs> I'm sure he's wrote in about this before. He's awfully upset about it. There's a lot of people, to be fair, in time. Like, I mean, if you were to tweet out right now, like, do you want to see an update for Bloodborne? Like, folk could go off their fucking tits. Mm. Okay, next up, aiming to. Eek every last drop of lore from Warner Brothers Montreal's upcoming superhero item, Gotham Knights. You'll need to strap yourself in for several playthroughs if that is your aim. Effectively, because there are four characters to take control of, each run will provide you with a slightly different take on events. To be clear, the game's overarching story will remain the same, it'll just be your perspective of it that will change. Quote, you will not see all of it in a single playthrough, game director Jeff Eleanor told Play Magazine. Just because there's so much content that is unique to the hero's perception of what's going on and what's happened. So... This actually gets me a little bit more excited for the game. Because it makes me think, like, maybe there is parts when it's just whatever character you've chose, it's just you. And you can maybe... Like, I don't know how it works if you just want to play this by yourself, Mm because obviously it is co-op focused, but if they're saying that you need to play through as each character to see the whole story, then that, to me, makes me a 
little bit more confident that you might be able to play it yourself and not have fucking, I don't know, wonder fucking granny flying in for the left-hand side or whatever. Yeah, so presumably, though, if you're a trophy or achievement hunter, that's four times you're going to have to play it for all them trophies. It's possible. It's possible. Aye, maybe. don't know. The trophies, the trophy lists for all the Batman games are pretty solid, so I can't imagine it'll be easy regardless. Mm. They're a right bastard. There was there was always one in every one of the Batman Arkham games. There was a trophy where you had to use every one of Batman's attacks and gadgets in the one combo, and that was what? really fucking difficult because you just it's so hard to remember them all while trying to like if you don't hit someone for like literally a second then the combo restarts mm. so it's ah, it's murder mm. okay twitter insider shinobi602 was intrigued enough by a recent callisto protocol promo to text a number that briefly appeared on the screen and in an interesting twist he got a response a few days later in the form of a video which displays the acronym ARCAS heavily along with the words secrets, answers, lies in addition to a date, 29th of September. So not sure what this means but potentially the developer striking distance trying to promote the launch date of the podcast that they're doing or do they have some news on the game? I I don't know what's going on here. Well I think they're trying to promote our podcast. Right. Because the 29th when this podcast launches so Mm -hmm. to me I just think they're doing us a turn. (laughs) And they've went, how can we help promote the Pure Dead Gaming podcast? How can we do our bit? <laughs> yeah, I don't know what this is going to be. And we're going to look like fucking dicks anyway, because the day this comes out is the day that the fucking thing happens. Yeah. I, st- I still think the game's getting delayed, but I don't think you would need, or well, you'd be really stupid if you were to hype something for a couple of days later and then that thing that happened a couple of days later was and it's delayed like you wouldn't want to be hyping that so if it is getting delayed on Thursday then you would imagine that they would like have a good bit of news to go with it like maybe they're going to announce like the collector's edition or something like that and maybe it will come out in time Okay, a few other bits and pieces of news as well then. So WrestleQuest got a new combat trailer recently, which you can check out over on YouTube. Still, no date was given though. Oxenfree 2 Lost Signals has been delayed out of 2022 and simply given a 2023 window. So, yeah. Rumours had also begun to pick up Steam about Stalker 2 being delayed into 24 or 25, but members of the development team have been quick to clarify that the game will still launch in 2023. So don't worry. Don't panic, right? (laughs) It's imperative that you don't panic. I think it will come out next year. I know, obviously, like the studios from Ukraine, it's really difficult for them, but it was supposed to initially come out at the beginning of this year. Then it could push back to late this year. And now it's been pushed into 2023, but I think it'll be almost done. Yeah. I don't think it'll be, shouldn't be too far away. Um, that trailer for WrestleQuest looks fucking brilliant. I'm still holding out a glimmer of hope that that comes out this year, but it's probably going to be next year. And uh, aye, Oxenfree getting delayed was a fucking certainty. Holy, holy, Oxenfree. 
speaking of Ukraine, Ukraine Scotland still no now, so we are currently still going through at their expense. So it's probably the worst thing to happen to them for a while. <laughs> okay, that's all for this week's news then. Thanks. Time for Get in the Bin. Johnny, did you put out the bin? I did, yeah, I did. Get your little wheelie bin and push all of your rubbish in. You better hurry, don't be late. It'll soon be outside of your gate. Are the bin men coming? Are the bin men coming? As the cry of every woman. Will the bin so we're kind of light on nominations this week, but I will run through this week's suggestions for things places, people, whatever it is, that should go in our imaginary bin. And we can discuss and select one. So first up, financial domination streams. Now, I don't know an awful lot about this. Don't watch them. But I think, yeah, it's a thing. Yeah, so I get we get sent the video on Discord. I didn't realise it was a thing either, but apparently you get these... It's probably both sexes that do it. I don't. I don't know. The ones you tend to see are females doing it. Um, so it's like a. It's meant to be like a really attractive female. The one I saw, I didn't particularly think the girl was that attractive, but she's just sitting on a bed and she's fully clothed as well. She could have done with losing a bit of clothes if she's trying to get more money. But so she's just sitting there and she's just hurling abuse at the screen about how folk aren't giving her enough money. So it's like a 40 second clip and it's just this girl standing there and she just looks, she's got a face like fucking thunder and she's like, one dollar, that's what you've gave me, one dollar, fuck you. (laughs) If you don't give me more than that in the next 40 seconds, I'm banning you from the channel. And then she sits there and then like the guy's fucking scrambling with his bank card trying to fucking (laughs) give her like a hundred quid or something like that. And seemingly this is quite a big fucking thing. Yeah, and I mean, maybe not in that capacity, but I don't know, just there's so many entitled Twitch streamers and things like that that just, just... I just don't get it. We're, I don't know, we're just maybe old. I just don't... But And then I think Ewan kind of commented and I think I kind of... understand what he's saying he says if people are willing to pay they're willing to do stuff like that if it works like who who's the biggest problem the person doing it or the people encouraging them by giving them money i think the people giving them money like... are the most it's there like that's the thing like yeah the girl comes across as a complete cunt and i would not want to be anywhere near her in real life but if she's getting results from this then i su- then why should she not do it to yeah. be honest like yeah. but it's the fucking idiots that are giving our money. Mm-hmm. Like, what can I fucking... Porn is free on the internet. It's fucking free. The Why day, are you The day I discovered it? that, oh, Lord. <laughs> the day I found out that you could get porn on tap. Oh, holy shit. I went to town. I went to town. <laughs> I just I don't understand why these folk are like oh but I, I mean puffs of dust were coming at the end <laughs> <laughs> but some folk have just decided that this fucking random girl is the one I don't understand it I'd love to we should try and like I don't know interview one of these fucking idiots <laughs> and just try and find out how they tick what is your deal by the way <laughs> you're a fucking mentor Voice notes. Where do we sit on voice notes? 
I get a lot of voice notes from Lee and they're quite funny. They are quite funny. Uh, I enjoy listening to them uh, as well. My pal Lee goes out and walks his dog stoned and sends voice notes to our group chat and they're I mean, it's the ramblings of an utter madman, but they're, they're quite funny. <laughs> but you don't send voice notes. I don't know if I've ever sent a voice note in my life. I do. But I'm a regular human. You no, do? Remember I sent them. I sent ones to you. I was doing the whole Resident Evil thing. Oh, yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I went through every Resident Evil, like, Resident Evil. <laughs> and then I went, like, I worked like 10 minutes and I sent you the next one. <laughs> Resident Evil. <laughs> and I think I went I googled it so I could go through the whole the, thing the timeline <laughs> Resident Evil Code Veronica I'm not against them I'm not against them either I think they have a purpose um, I use them to if I have an idea for a song mm. I'll put I'll record it quickly in voice notes yeah. that's what I mostly use it yeah, for yeah like notes to yourself rather than sending ah, these, to these are all yeah. I, well I don't know maybe it was not sending it to people but yeah, I don't think I've ever sent one, but I'm not against sending it. I just think it's something that I never think to do. Because mm-hmm. it probably does save you time if you're trying to, like, I don't know, explain something a bit more long-winded. Just It's easier to say sometimes than to type it all out. Plus, as you well know, like, at least half of my day consists of trying to wind people up, mm. whether it be online or offline. And so I feel like that's a different avenue for me to explore, <laughs> a different way for me to get at folk. Uh-huh, yeah. <laughs> no, that's not going to win because yeah. I might take it up soon. Yeah, there was also a conversation on our Discord about warm stale bread. I'm, I'm not sure where this derived from, really. Well, I think it was Donny that said that he preferred that. It was talking about how you like your toast. Mm-hmm. How do you like <laughs> your toast, Andy? And what, what do you mean? So there was like, to be fair, right that. It showed you this picture and it had nine examples and two of the examples looked like warm bread and the other fucking seven looked burnt. There was one that was really burnt, to be fair. Golden but, golden brown? Aye. That, well, that's what I said, but like, I think like he was arguing that you just sort of put it down for 30 seconds and bring it back no. up. And that, that, to me, that is fucking child murdery. That's just stale bread, almost, because it's well, just like a wee aye. tiny bit hard. No. It's I like it. Gold, you don't. You don't want it just a wee bit hard. You want a full rager, don't you, Andy? Aye. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm. You're a you're a warm bread person. I'm a warm. Oh yeah, you don't aye, like it really. Aye, oh, what aye, the no. fuck? I don't like to like. I like a wee bit of a crunch, but not. She's a wee bit psycho. <laughs> and what type of butter are we using? Because I know there's only one type of butter that should be used. I would, nobody pack. can afford Lark Pack anymore, I'm afraid. So I, I, I still, it's one of my one of your needs. It's one of my needs. Mm. It's my weakness. Lark Pack <laughs> needs to be Lark Pack. Well, being the consummate athlete that I am these days, when I go in, I look for one that says light on it. Mm. it has to be light something. Lightly salted Lark Pack. No, no, light as in light on the calories. Oh, right? fuck that. You're allowed to have some things. I mean, how much butter do you really eat in a day? So enjoy yourself. A couple of spoonfuls. A couple of spoonfuls. Sometimes I can't go by the fridge without just going in for a nibble. I'll I'll usually have some toast for supper. You know what I mean? And I will have tonight, actually, now that we've talked about it. I've got my mouth is shaped for toast. I can see it, actually. It's looking quite square. Mm. 
I remember you also not really kind of know too much about this, but like everyone or a lot of females talk about after you give birth and you get it's a thing and when you go hospital, you get tea and toast, they come and bring you tea oh, yeah, and toast. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, really? I don't, After an operation as well. I don't yeah. want that. You also never got offered it, because I remember you being like, they didn't even fucking offer me tea and toast. I don't want it, but they never offered it. No, well, I'm like, I, but that, I mean, second time round, I was like, right, can I just get home for my Chinese, please? <laughs> <laughs> Racist. But yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> so, heat, have you got heat this week as well? Yeah, heat. Right, okay. Oh my God. Is it the week? Is it the week for heat? The temperature has dropped. I've got a... What do you call this? I've got a fleecy number on tonight. Yeah. Because it was just because it's not chilly. Aye, cause it's, just because it's not warm this week doesn't mean it doesn't need to go in the bin. Mm. It's still my nomination. Well, that's what I suspected, so I just thought I'd double check. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I'm for the... These streamers that... I know that's definitely my nomination. Because this needs to get to fuck. Mm-hmm. It really does. And the thing is, like, far be it from me to be the fucking moral compass. <laughs> because if that ever was the case, we're all fucked. But, like, Twitch is a platform that kids go on. Mm-hmm. And, like, I'm sure there is some sort of, are you over 18? But if they just... Aye. I am, I. Mm-hmm. Like, that's not a thing that stops folk. And you're going to have young, impressionable males and females going on and going, what the fuck is this? And, like, Mm. how long is it before? I mean, you could literally have, like, a fucking 14, 15-year-old girl going on and seeing this and going, I could make money doing that. Yeah, I mean, it's And then they start doing it, and then all of a sudden it comes out, this girl's underage, and then it's... Do you know what I mean? Like, it's... You can see how it would spiral. It's it's concerning enough that a lot of children... When you ask them, oh, what do you want to do when you grow up? Their answer at the moment is a YouTuber. <laughs> like, um, so yeah, crazy. It's, hmm. I know. Although there's money, like, if you do it, like, and you get big, there's fucking money in it. That's the crazy thing. Oh, there's a lot of money in it for. I mean, I'm not. I was going to say it, there's a lot of money in it for not a lot of work. That's not necessarily fair. There is a plenty of streamers and content creators that really fucking do put the graft in. But at the same point, it's not the same as going and stacking shelves. Mm-hmm. Like that's proper fucking graft. Mm-hmm. Doing something you love. It's now if you do something you love, it's never graft. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing. Like, but yeah, it's worrying. Like, I mean, why are these people not being like, I want to be a podcaster, like the Pure Dead Gaming Crew, like? This is the right, the wrongs we need to right. Mm-hmm. We need to start being role models to these wee fucks. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, abusive, fucking predatory streamers that shout at folk and get money, get in the bin. Get in the bin. Whoa, wait, 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 wait. Yep, no, it's okay. I was going to nominate Ukraine, but it's still no, no. Okay, that's fine. Um, so yeah, now, since you were talking about, you know, being a role model, Craig, do you want to share what this week's Pure Dead Platinum is? I do. I do. Got a good one this week. Mm. So this week we have Casual Challenge Players Club, which is a pool game. And it's a little bit like older gamers will know and remember Virtual Pool and Virtual Snooker. Which 
PC or it was probably on No, I think it was only PC. I mean yeah. I certainly I played hundreds I of played hours. A, I can't remember what it was called, but I played a pool game on the PC for a long time. I played Virtual Snooker, honestly, five hundred hours. Like mm. I, I was actually thinking about it today because of this game and thinking I'm gonna see if you can still get that. Because mm. it was so fucking good. But um yeah, so it's a top down pool game. Okay. Uh where it's developed by, so I should have said, it's developed by Yum Game Studio and it's published by East Asia Soft, but then also Yum Game Studio and then also there was a splash screen for Retallica, which is a bit weird. But yeah, top-down pool game, you have multiple options. There's a story mode, you can play against other people if you want, various modes. For the Platinum, you just have to play up to stage 12 in the story mode, which takes maybe half an hour-ish. There is a story, uh, it's kind of anime style, where the, there's a girl and she's quite happy with you, that you're doing quite well, just bidding her off, to be honest. I'm like, do you have trophies? No, you don't. You're not the giver of trophies, right? I need to complete stage six, love, so <laughs> on your horse. Um, but yeah, it's actually quite good. It's quite fun. I, I would say, like, g- despite the fact that this came out in 2022 and Virtual Snooker came out in 1998, the game physics on the balls are better in virtual snooker and virtual pool. So that is slightly concerning, obviously. But um, for a wee game, top-down pool game, it's pretty fun. Pretty fun. Like I say, stage 12 you've got to get to. You get... So for each... You don't always have to pot every ball. It sets you up in certain scenarios and then you've got a counter and that's how many misses you can have. So as long as you pot, then the counter doesn't go down. But each time you miss, it does. And so you've got to clear the table within that amount of shots. Mm. And I think I failed once and then had to start again. But what I realised was I was always going to, for the pot. But what I realised was if you just if, if it's too far away, you've got a line, but the line only goes so far, so it's quite hard to line up. So if it's too far away, just knock the ball a bit closer and then take it in, in two rather than one. So ah, it's easy enough and it's a pretty fun game. Platinum confirmed. And you get both the PlayStation 4 and PlayStation 5 versions for the one price. Bargain. Which I don't know what it is because it's not out yet. <laughs> I'll add it in the notes. Grand. I'll add a wee link. Okay, let's move on to movie slash TV section. So before we get to the very exciting Sharknado, um. There's a few other sort of movie, TV bits of news. I spoke about The Last of Us already. What else we got? Onimusha is returning, but not as a game hmm. yet. So I never played Onimusha, but I know Terry was like a massive fucking fan of it, loved it. Uh, it's coming back as an anime on Netflix. There's no release date yet, but they put out a trailer. Actually, looks quite cool. Hopefully... If that drums up some attention, it maybe get their arse and gear to actually make another game. Uh, they've confirmed that the third season of The Witcher will be coming summer 2023. And yeah, The Last of Us trailer as well dropped. So if you haven't seen it, check it out. Yeah, and there's also going to be a song by Ed Sheeran that is slash Pokemon. Oh, yeah. Is it, is it for the new Pokemon game? I, be- I don't know. Um, it's coming out the day the pod- this podcast drops, so we'll get to listen to it. Right. Then, um... Ed Sheeran looks a bit like a Pokemon. You know um, what I mean? 
If you think about it, really, he's more Pokemon than human, isn't he? Don't know. Do you not know think yeah. with that fucking mad hair and then the eyes? I mean, that's not human. Come on. <laughs> I think he's just retaking his original form as a Pokemon. I don't know. It's a Pokemon themed single that he's releasing, so I don't. Is it going to be the very best? I don't think so. No. Nothing can beat that tune. <laughs> right. Okay. It's the only fucking song I know that's <laughs> to do with Pokemon. Okay. So yeah, as I mentioned, Sharknado was this week's movie and as the title may suggest there's a tornado and sharks in it Hurricane David is poised to be the first hurricane It's a storm, that's what's driven them all up north I've never seen so many up north so bold It's barely even raining It's flooding here, and not the plumbing, the ocean You need to go home I'm not going anywhere Storm's coming and it's coming fast <laughs> Just can't sit back and watch this Airport. We need to destroy it before it gets to them. Watch out! Can't just wait here and wait sharks to rain down on us. We're gonna throw bombs into the tornado. It's too dangerous. Too many of them. We're gonna need a bigger chopper. Claudia, ah! move! It's time to leave Kansas. Yep. It was a strong open. Yeah, so when a freak hurricane swamps Los Angeles, nature's deadliest killer rules sea, land and air as thousands of sharks terrorise the waterlogged... (laughs) And air. Waterlogged populist, yeah. You better have made it through this whole film, by the way. Did you not? (laughs) No. For fuck's sake. Each week you go, right, let's watch a shite film, and then you watch half of it. Not a fucking chance. This was... Oh my god. It's the, your idea to watch shit films. Di- You've got a week to get through it. The direction was shocking. Right, Aye, it's because the, they did it in 18 days. They filmed oh it god. in 18 days. Wow. I didn't know that. Well, there you go. Fun fact. <laughs> Which is why there's a lot of continuity issues, a lot of mistakes, a lot of shit looking stuff because it wasn't fucking raining when they yeah. were filming. Yeah. And a lot of those kind of, when they just insert like clips from other yeah. places you yeah. could uh-huh. tell that it was yeah. like as if somebody had just taken a video of like fucking sea world like the <laughs> sharks and then them, oh we could use that we could use that that's good oh there's there's loads of bits I'm gonna I'm gonna get you around for the films in the future so that you're made to watch the full thing because if I'm sitting through these from start to finish <laughs> so are you uh, yeah there's there's aye the CGI is terrible it's abysmal yeah. but I mean it's interesting so we got a I'm going to jump to this just before we get into the film because I did think it was pertinent so Evil Jewel wrote in and said I can't figure out if this film started out trying to be a parody or if it turned out that way due to lack of budget and potentially the 18 days of filming Mm -hmm. that we know now know Obviously, the idea of a tornado of sharks is funny, but so much of the film seems to be like they're trying to play it straight. And yeah, there, there obviously there is certain bits where they've clearly tried to be funny, but there is a lot of it that it's it's not that I don't know. There's a lot of films where it will just be almost intentionally bad, but through the act, I mean, the acting was bad, but mm-hmm. I, I felt like the worst parts of this were when, yeah, it showed you like a wide shot of the tornado, but then right next to it, you could see 
cars driving about and stopping at lights and mm-hmm. people just walking into shops and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And you're like, did also, you not edit mm-hmm. them out yeah. for fuck's sake? Also, sometimes the cars went backwards because they reversed some of the shots. <laughs> I didn't even notice that. <laughs> oh Jesus my God. fucking Christ. That's amazing. That's amazing. Oh, uh, it's so bad. There was a couple of nods to Jaws, though. Um, oh, there would be, wouldn't there? I think there was one bit where a, the shark, like, fucking flies out the sky and lands on, like, Steven Spielberg's, like, star. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God, does it? Uh-huh. <laughs> um, and it, like, leaves, like, a shark imprint on the fucking concrete. And you're like, oh, there was a few other things, I'm sure, about Jaws as well. Um, it was I- really funny. See, like, it was quite near the beginning, but they it's it seemed like they were trying to play as I say, play it straight, and then all of a sudden it just cut to this guy who was sitting up on the beach just going, Ah and he was missing a leg. And it just went to him for like about five seconds of screaming and then just cut away to something completely different. And it was just it was such like a stark jump that it was really fucking good. Um Aye, so you've got, like, when the storm happens and you see them inside the bar, they're all fucking really worried and they're all, like, like as if the whole place is going to blow any second. But then it keeps showing you shots out from, like, a wide angle of the bar and you can see that it's sunny and that nothing... There's not even a fucking gust of wind. And then it goes back inside and they're like, fucking hell, it's going to fucking go down. And then, obviously, it does fucking go down. Uh, The dad from Home Alone... Fucking dies, fuck's sake. Guy from Home Alone. Aye, the dad the dad from Home Alone's the drunk at the bar. Oh him, that's right, aye. He dies. Aye. Yeah, so see the That was like twenty minutes in. How much of this did you watch? <laughs> the, I honestly um, don't know. You're fucking I just, all I remember is sharks flying in the sky <laughs> and the worst CGI I've ever seen in my life. You're fucking getting parked there to watch the next films. See the like where the bar was, like on the pier, like that was meant to be like the Santa Monica pier, and like the big um, Ferris wheel fucking rolls away. Yes. Yeah. Well, that's the same pier in GTA, so that's oh. where, that's for Game and Tie. Now that you say it, I I get that. Yeah. That was funny, but because see when that fucking Ferris wheel comes off, so it's rolling towards everyone, and everyone's like, oh, try to run as far as they can away, just run to the left or the right. Yeah. All you have to do is even just sidestep it. You know what I mean? And then, but they <laughs> One all guy gets flattened. But know? they all just keep running away from it, and then they all get crumpled, and you're like, how is this that fucking hard? Yeah. <laughs> um. The the one the bit that got me the most and I was I think I was maybe talking about this in Discord, I can't remember, but so they go to the main guy, they go to his Finn. Uh, is that his name? Thanks. Is it fucking Finn? Yeah. Is it Finn? That's amazing. <laughs> of course it is. Of course it's Finn. <laughs> Fuck's sake. Right, so they go to his ex wife's house, right? And uh, she looks a bit like a shark because she's got a leather face. It's tarried. And <laughs> So they're in there and when they rock up, everything from the wide shot is completely fine. I think there's maybe like a wee drizzle. So they go in the house and he's like, ah, look, we're all fucked here. And she's got a new boyfriend who's like, ah, <laughs> I think you'll find good sort that we're actually fine. Then a window gets tanned and a shark comes flying through it. The, yeah, the the water is obviously pressurising the wind, wind 
window so much yeah. that it pushes the window. It pushes the window open. in. So there's a there's, along with a shark. Aye, so there's now a shark <laughs> in the sort of foyer bit of the house. Mm-hmm. It mangles and destroys the the ship the ship boyfriend. Mm-hmm. So he's out of the picture now. That's mm-hmm. good. The blood's red. Uh, the sorry the water's all red so they panic and they have to deal with the shark they do I think they either kill the shark or they distract it or they do fucking something and they manage to get back outside the house outside the house the ground's not even wet no and you're like so where did this water come from yeah the only way it could have been flooded for the outside into the inside is if the outside was flooded mm-hmm. but it's not even wet no no then they get a wee bit down the driveway and the house explodes from the water mm-hmm. which was fucking knee height mm-hmm. yeah the house was obviously f- like so full of water that it couldn't contain the water anymore and then explodes. But the house next to it was fine. The roads around it were fine. It made no sense. It was curious. Mm-hmm. It was curious. Um... Also, there's a scene where the tornado is so forceful that it, like the Hollywood Hill sign, you know, all the letters yes, on the hill, they uh-huh. all come flying off. But then you later see the, well, actually, one of the letters to come off is the Y. And, but then there's a scene after where it shows the remainder of what of that hill, and like there's like three letters still there when actually eight of them from the scene before have fallen off. So yeah, lots of continuity issues. Yeah, I guess movie mistakes are a fucking field day. I was surprised that there wasn't more. I think folks just thought, what's the point in writing this shit? It's so bad. There's so many of them that it just yeah, probably not worth it. I said at one point there's like the tornado and then you can see the tornado and then it just the the camera just pans a wee bit to the side and it's this fucking like retirement home or something like that or it's like not some a tornado. sort of it's a sharknado. Sorry, the sharknado and it goes to the side a bit and there's like a fucking pool and there's people sunbathing next to it and they're like yeah we should probably go inside mm. and you're like there's a fucking tornado next door mate it's next door I saw a sharknado sorry um. Yeah, there, and there was a whole scene with where Finn decides... I can't believe his name was Finn. ...to help some kids on a bus. So he sees a bus that's stranded and it's evident that there's some children inside. But it's so. not evident because <laughs> everyone says to him, for all you know, that bus is empty because it looks fucking empty. And he's like, I but I just got a feeling. So he fucking... Yeah, so he, they're on the bridge above and there's like a bus underneath. So he scales the bridge... He's got all these ropes with him, apparently. Aye. So he, you know, climbs down and... Um, and then it sort of jumps ahead of time because there's a bus full of 25 kids. Yeah. And so it would have been a 14-hour film Aye. if we'd seen him rescuing all these so people. So one by one, he shimmies them back Aye. up the, the rope just just in time for the shark coming. Yeah. You know, who then manages to bite onto the rope. Mm-hmm, tried to climb up it as he's going back up it but yeah that whole scene was just because you could see a couple of shots where the water level was like halfway up the tires yeah but there's shots in it uh-huh mm-hmm. yeah at the start of the film as well though like people were getting dragged under the water and they were their feet weren't even just in the Aye. water yeah and they're sp- supposed to believe there's sharks in there Aye. Yeah. there was multiple times when they were driving to the ex-wife's house where they were driving along the road but then they, w- they would get bumped by sharks but then it would show you the outside and it was only halfway up the tyres and you're like yeah. what size are these fucking sharks because yeah. if just get out and boot one of them yeah because like you say like I don't know from the fucking sea world or something like that they've piped in shots yeah. and it like it showed 
much more depth of water Aye. than there was on you know it was just there was there was one point sense. as well where they were in the car and the guy goes like that Finn by name goes <laughs> like that and readjusts his fucking wing mirror not eyes and looks in it and when he looks in it all you see is like a fucking ocean behind them but he's on a fucking road <laughs> <laughs> what are you fucking doing what are you doing <laughs> and then the ending is even stupid for this film like even stupid by this film standards a shark comes fl- so the girl that worked at the bar that likes him but now seems to like the son she's for all intents and purposes we think she's dead mm-hmm. right? she's gone a shark ate her so they think it's over and the big boy's got he's the main guy Finn is just standing there and he fucking looks up and he can see that a shark is flying through the air towards him so he grabs a chainsaw oh, no. and fucking jumps as it's coming. So he goes oh right God. like that, right I can through. can imagine the CGI for this was amazing. Aye. So he goes right through and then the shark just lands on the ground, right? And they're all at, oh, he's dead, he's dead. And mm. then he hears, mm, mm, <laughs> and he fucking cuts himself out of the shark, oh, no. right? Not a scratch on him. And then Aye, you're like... those shark teeth on the... You know, they're no sharp at no. all. And the thing is, so to keep in mind, when he went into the shark, he held the uh, chainsaw in front of him as if he was like diving chainsaw first uh. in. So he cuts himself out and you're like, holy fuck, he survived. What a fucking epic ending. Not. Um, but then he's like, <laughs> one more thing. And he reaches back into the fucking flaps of the shark that he's cut open and pulls out the girl that got eaten 10 minutes beforehand. Oh, no. And then they resuscitate her, and she gets oh, up. Oh no! <laughs> she gets oh, up. Guys, look who I found in here! You'll never believe it. I know. Hey, hold on. <laughs> hey, mon lassie, mon. Okay, she's she's dead, <laughs> obviously, because she's in a shark. <laughs> well, what I mean, the fact that she got eaten. But did was she, she bad enough? Eaten when she was like in the air. Aye, out of a helicopter. Aye, so oh my God. the shark has then landed. <laughs> yeah, so she survived the impact of that, but also she survived. <laughs> he, he has dove. Because the flubber helped. Aye, he's dove into the shark. Chainsaw, chainsaw first. But missed and, her. But missed her. Which like, is only, there's only surely enough room for her to just be in the shark. Yes. It's I mean, not a huge be, shark. She must be like proper cocooned in there. Aye. It's not as if she's it's a fucking Moby Dick and it's like the story of when you're in Aye. a fucking massive beast. It's not Meg. No. And yeah, so he cuts her out. He manages to and they're like, her with the and they think she's dead, but they do mouth to mouth for three seconds and then she just That's <coughs> her. And then never she mind, seems alright. Never mind the acid and stuff that might surely be in a, a shark's stomach. Maybe I don't know if it is, but surely there's some sort of thing that decomposes the meat that it eats. Yeah. You kind of just sit in there for ten minutes and be like, looking at your watch. When's this guy coming with the chainsaw? You know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that does again beg the question: Did they intend for this to be like a parody or? Oh, oh it was definitely that. meant to be a parody. Yeah. No, I think it's one of these ones where it's just they've 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 started out with great and uh like expectations and the budgets get slashed and slashed again and slashed again and then they're like we've got hardly any money to do the cgi what are we gonna do and i'm just gonna have to go with it and then this is what happened yeah. you know what i mean i mean and this guy was thinking that this was gonna be my big film big break. sharknado this is it i'm gonna can 
Well, it spawned what six sequels. Ah, I seen that. Fuck it. So we've got a, we've got a ways to go. <laughs> We'll have to do Shark Month for that. Well, funnily enough, we did get a message in from Dan saying, this is one of the best shit films ever. You guys need to do the whole anthology. I want to see the descent into madness. <laughs> and uh, we also, funnily enough, about the Home Alone guy, we got a message in from Emma who said, when I saw the dad from Home Alone was in it, I thought he was going to be the hero and redeem himself for Kevin, but he gets picked off pretty early on. What's his name again? I can't remember. He died in 2017. Is it John Heard? Oh, that rings a bell. I think it might be. Uh, he died, he died in aye, 20, did he? 2017, I saw. Aye. Hold on, I'll just uh, find out if it is John Heard. Because I think yeah, it is John Heard. Uh, yep. I don't know why that's stuck in my head. So, we did. I looked up some reviews on Amazon. Because I thought, I bet there's a few belters. Yeah, we've not done this in a while. <laughs> yeah, thought there'd be a few belters. So George comes in with five full stars, right? Mm-hmm. And his quote at the beginning is, quite easily the greatest cinematic work of our generation. And then the review says, incredible. Thought-provoking and layered plot lines match with Oscar-winning, <laughs> Oscar-worthy acting from the entire cast. This film has single-handedly changed the world of cinema forever. He's taking mm. the piss, you know. Ah, he is taking the piss. Hundred percent taking the piss. Yeah. Uh, and we've got Pete, four stars. Awful. Well done, everyone. A truly appalling film with terrible acting and bad continuity. The plot was as implausible as expected. The effects were as bloody as hoped for and had us laughing for pretty much the entire film. Top entertainment for the most squeamish members of the family. Rated 15 for sexual content. Where? But absolutely fine for 13. So that's that's when Pete has drawn the line. If you're 12, no. 13, in you come. In you come. So yeah. Yeah, you've you've missed the best quote though in the film. Okay. Um when they said it's that time of the month. Oh yeah, when somebody gets fucking mutilated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the the blood went all the water went all red and somebody's like, oh, time of the month. <laughs> oh my god. Wow. Yeah, it was bad. Um, Shall we pie? I think it's time to pie. I don't think we need to talk about this much more. No. So our audience votes were 41% gave it two pies, 22% gave it one pie, 22% also gave it five pies. So, yeah, not sure what happened there. 13% gave it four pies and 2% gave it three pies. So two was the overall... Uh, I'm inclined to sort of agree, to be honest. I've given the last couple of films a one, but this did have entertainment, but not in a good way. See, I think it is entertainment in a good way. I would go three pies. Okay. Because I just, I find things that are so bad, it's funny, pretty funny. Mm-hmm. Andy, one I take it for you? One you're, for you're me. so disgusted. <laughs> and a wee, a wee sleep emoji since you didn't quite make it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that'll do for Sharknado. As we are approaching October, which is the month of Halloween, next week's film, or for the month, sorry, of October, we're going to go... Horror themed. I was going to say scary movies, but actually that is what we are watching next week, scary movie. Um, But we will continue the theme of sort of 
Halloween-y horror type films so do share some suggestions if you have any that you think we should watch in the coming weeks but yeah next week will be Scary Movie Two from 2000 the original Scary Movie the original and yeah heads up we want probably not serious horror films more ones that have got Aye, a bit of non- aye, a bit of nonsense <laughs> in them that we can take the piss out of. So get involved. Let us know what you think we should take a look at. We can probably fit f- three or four in. Yep. Yes, we can. Okay, so before we wrap up this week's episode, we shall pick a pick of the week. Okay, it's a wee bit of a lighter week this week after being fucking amazing last week, but. It's going to be controversial, but I'm going to go with FIFA 23. Like, it's a game, it's one of these games, it's like COD. Everyone loves to fucking hate it, but it's still a big release. From what I've played so far, it seems decent. It is the biggest game of the week. Like, so I'm going to go with FIFA, but if you aren't into football and or are sick of FIFA's Ultimate Team microtransactions, there's a game out today on Game Pass called Moonscars, which is a 2D sort of hack and slash game, I think, from the small amount I've seen, but it's apparently previewed really well. Looks like it's going to get pretty good reviews. And also, on Friday, Paw Patrol Grand Prix. Oh. Hmm. There you go. Eh? Eh? I will be checking that out. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's perhaps one for the kids uh, it's outright Slash games Craig. yes outright games as usual so the potential problem is that they do tend the to uh, they tend to have quite high price tags yeah. but I imagine it'll be one that kids would love and myself obviously so uh, something for everyone indeed yeah that's all for this week's episode then thank you as always for listening and we hope you join us again next week for another fun-filled episode and we also have as we are approaching month end the monthly roundup episode as well dropping on monday so stay tuned for that too until next time goodbye until then